Tim Stout, Stout on Sports from our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. Stout on Sports weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Huge show, tape delayed weeknights at 6 p.m. How you doing, Timmy? Good, Bill. Beautiful day today. Nice day today. So when weather's good, I'm good. Good day. All right. Well, good to talk to you. Uh, let's uh, discuss Michigan State basketball right now. What On your show, the people in East Lansing, Lansing metro area, what are they saying about this team? What are issues? And what are you expecting tonight against Duke? Well, I think it's early, Bill. I was surprised, frankly, that after the James Madison loss, they dropped from 4 to 18 in the Associated Press poll this week. I mean, that's 14 spots off one loss, and the game went overtime as it was against a good team. I thought they'd fall, but I didn't know if they'd fall out of the top 10, which just shows you the guesswork that there is in college basketball when you start the season, you know, right away in early November, the way it has. Southern Indiana was an extremely weak team. Nobody paid any attention to that. You know, it's like some of these games that you play, that by you play them, I have no idea what you get out of that, as I guess you can get backup players some playing time. And he and Tom Izzo got freshmen into that game that might not play tonight. I think the most intriguing thing about tonight is who is he going to play? Because now he's in crunch time. Now he's playing a team that could be a prominent team in the NCAA tournament, could be a team he has to beat in the NCAA tournament to, to keep moving on. So at this point in the season, let's see what he thinks of the four freshmen. Let's see what he thinks of the veterans. Let's see what he thinks those guards should be or the front line should be, who's going to take the shots and who's not. They'll be interested to see if Tyson Walker's shin splints are a problem tonight because he's going up against very good athletes that aren't nearly what he faced against Southern Indiana, even though he played and he, you know, he played reasonably well, but they could get him out of the game. I think those shin splints are going to be an issue moving forward because a lot's going to be you know, you know, focused on him to, uh, to have big scoring nights if it gets to that against Michigan State. I think it's still early. I, you know, I saw Duke play at home against Arizona. Michigan State plays Arizona on Thanksgiving night on Fox right after the Lions are done with Green Bay. Okay, so they're going to go to Palm Springs, California. Arizona obviously looked great against Duke. But when you're this early in the season in November, I think sometimes if you play well or you play poorly, there's somewhat of a false read on that. So if State wins tonight, they'll feel great. If they don't win but they make it a good game, you know, then I think they've got something to build on. Like I say, I'm more interested to see who gets the playing time because with all these veterans and those four heralded freshmen, you can only play five guys at one time, and you're obviously going to play the guys you think you need to win, and I think that's what's going to be interesting to see. Who's the next head football coach at Michigan State? Well, you're like everybody else. You know, you think that I, – I, I don't think they know, Bill. I, I really don't. I don't think they have formally gotten into any kind of interview process. I think they've done their background work. I think they've checked to see who might be available and who's interested. I think what's far more credible is who can you eliminate over who can you put in there. I, I, I still believe they're going to go for a younger coach. I do not think that they're going to try to get into a – uh, you know, a payroll problem trying to save somebody from somewhere else. I would be surprised if they go, and when I say older coach, I'm talking about anybody in his 50s. I, I, I would not be surprised if they go to someone in their 30s. If I had to take a wild stab 
just because you're asking me when this thing is nowhere near complete. If I had to take a wild stab, I would I would take a hunch on Jason Candle at Toledo. Oh. And I think that guy, I think he's going to get a job somewhere. There are five jobs open right now in Division One, and there are going to be more coming, okay? Mississippi State, Boise State, you know, we know about those schools, okay? Texas A&M, Michigan State. There are five total Division One schools that are looking for head coaches, and the number is going to grow. Someone's going to pick off Jason Candle at Toledo. He should be 10-0, and okay? He, he lost his opener by two to Illinois, and they've dominated everyone ever since. Now, if you're asking me, that's who I predict, no, that's not who I predict. If you're asking me to take a wild stab, I would take a wild stab on him. I said Candle earlier, about an hour ago. Uh, on the show, I, I I looked at it and I said, "Are right, you're Michigan State. And let's be honest about everything connected uh, to the program right now. You are going to be four full recruiting classes. I get the transfer portal and you can strike gold like Tucker did with Walker. But you got to look at the talent on this roster. You got to look at what's coming to the Big Ten uh, with Oregon, Washington, UCLA, USC, Michigan, even with their issues, still one at Penn State. You have Ohio State. You have Penn State. You're Michigan. I take Campbell. Uh, you're, he's not going to cost you $5 million a year. And you let the guy build the program. Rebuild. Well, what I want to do, Bill, is I want to hear what he has to say. I want to hear what Brian Hartline, what, what do you have to say? In other words, when you sit down, okay, guys, first of all, are you interested? Oh, you are? Okay. Why, why do you think you could have success at this job? And how do you evaluate what you see here with what we see here? You know, you know, what do you think it's going to do? What do you think the ceiling is here? What do you think in football the ceiling is here? Where, where are you with all that? I'd like to hear what they have to say. I mean, in an interview, do they wow you? Do they don't impress you? Do they, you think, you know, maybe they're looking for the money? I, I you know, I, I want to hear what they all have to say because I think, Bill, it's more complicated now for what you just said. The schedule's not going to get any easier. It's going to get tougher. I don't think Michigan and Penn State and Ohio State are going away anytime soon. All you have to do is look at the level of talent that Michigan State has against just those three alone, okay? Just those three alone, and they've had trouble beating anybody else. And and December 4th, the portal opens. It reopens December 4th, and I'm wondering, is it going to be a stampede from here with the season over into that portal? And by a stampede, are we talking six guys, more guys than that? Are there guys going to wait? I, I just think there are so many unknowns here for you to say one coach over another. If I was hiring them, I want to hear what all these guys have to say. And if they tell me if, what I want to hear from the standpoint of, oh, man, this can be a great job. You can win here, blah, 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 the whole deal. I'd say, why? Why do you think you can? How are you going to overcome that? Here's what we have in terms of what we can pay assistant coaches. Here's what we have in terms of the schedule. Here's what you're inheriting, blah, 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 the whole deal. And it doesn't mean that I would shy away from the guy if he was critically in his analysis and says, you got a long way to go. I do think you need someone with a massive amount of energy. That's why I would put Heartline, depending on what he wants to do, 
you know, into this. I mean, it's going to be difficult for anybody chasing Brian Hartline because you never know how long Brian Day will stay at Ohio State, and is that the job that he covets after that? If he does, he's probably better off staying there or going to a school that is not in the Big Ten. But I, I think I don't think Michigan State's that far yet. You know, I'd be surprised, Bill, if they have a coach immediately after the season. I think they want to go with haste. But the last time they went with haste, you see what they got stuck with because they couldn't do enough background work. And furthermore, they didn't look really at too many people. They thought they had fickle. It fell apart. Now we got spring practice around the corner. We're in a brutal situation right now. So what are we going to do at the last moment? We'll fling money at Tucker because we got a couple of good uh, recommendations on him. And I claim if they would have had that opening back in November, December, after the 2022 season, Tucker never would have been here. I don't know who would have, but I don't think he would have. He didn't have a resume. He didn't interview well enough. The money was the whole thing to him. He lied to Colorado about what he was going to do there. And I think from with more time that they could have bought to get a coach to replace D'Antonio, I don't think he would have been here. And have they learned from that? Then the other thing is, you know, here, Bill, who's going to hire the coach? Okay. You know, Izzo's going to have a hand in this thing to either agree or disagree. And yes, Haller is leading the charge, but he's going to have to get everything passed to whoever the current president is, let alone maybe the incoming president, who I still think could be hired here within a couple of weeks. And then you've got to deal with this board of trustees and they all have their own opinion. So that all comes into play in this whole thing, which to me means they are nowhere near they're trying to get through these last two games and just have something that looks reasonably credible on the field okay because they don't want to lay an egg at Ford Field in Detroit that's all their alumni base there they may lose it yes but can we lose it and look like we've got a pulse as a football team and if they get beat by Indiana Saturday and then they lose to Penn State I mean the downer going into the offseason to me is just going to be magnified that much more my opinion his name is Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings, 10 a.m., also Stout on TV, Lansing State Journal, and more on the game, 7.30 a.m., weeknights, 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. You can hear the huge show, tape delayed in Lansing. Timmy, always appreciate the conversation. I'm looking forward to seeing Izzo and the Spartans and what they do against Duke tonight. What's your early gut vibe before I let you go? Well, I understand why Duke's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. I mean, if they both play the way I've seen them both play, I'd take Duke by a couple of points because I think Duke's got a little bit more talent. But, you know, Bill, and you're on a neutral site, on a big stage and all that. Who's going to stand up? And because of that, I think Duke might have just a couple of more points in this game. But like I say, if State hangs in their top, they'll learn something from a positive moving forward. That's the way Izzo works. Timmy, enjoy your Tuesday night, my man, in the game, okay? Talk to you soon, Billy. Thanks for calling.